Bethel Bible Society, a missionary-minded organization. From the international headquarters of the World Bible Society, here is Dr. Bishore. And greetings to you once again, dear friend, in Jesus' wonderful name. This is the fourth week now we are giving instruction and study upon the important teaching, Will the Church, Will Believers Go Through the Tribulation? I have shown you that the rapture will take place before the tribulation from 1 Thessalonians 1, 9 and 10, 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 Thessalonians 2, Luke 17, Revelation 3, 10, Psalm 7, Joel 2, 28, Zephaniah 2, Isaiah 56 and 57, and Micah chapter 7. Now, all of these passages prove conclusively that the church will be caught up before the tribulation begins. Now we're going to deal again today with some objections to this. Holy Heavenly Father, open our eyes and help us to see the truth out of your word. In Jesus' blessed name, amen. Now there are those who believe that only the last half, the last three and a half years of the tribulation is the Great Tribulation. And they come to this conclusion because of what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24. In Matthew chapter 24, the tribulation days begin in verse 9. Then shall they deliver you up unto tribulation. But when you come to verse 21 of Matthew 24, then shall be great tribulation. And so, because Jesus says that, after the abomination of desolation is set up, he calls the time the Great Tribulation. There are some who feel that only the last three and a half years of the Tribulation can be called the Great Tribulation. But let me remind you, Revelation chapter 7 is in the first half of the Tribulation when the 144,000 Jews 12,000 out of each of the 12 tribes of Israel minister over the face of the earth, and they lead a great multitude to the Lord. And in Revelation 7, verse 14, still in the first half of the seven-year tribulation, we read, These are they that came out of the great tribulation. Now let me tell you something that may astound you. There is a mid-tribulation rapture. And there is a post-tribulation rapture. <clears throat> now there are many who feel that from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, that the church will be caught up in the middle of the tribulation. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we see that the hinderer will be removed in the middle of the tribulation. And since Many evangelical Bible scholars, good scholars, believe that the church is the hinderer of the Antichrist. Thus, when the church is removed, the hinderer will cease to hinder the Antichrist. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, it is clear that the Antichrist is hindered during the first half of the tribulation. And whoever the hinderer is, he is here hindering the Antichrist during the first half of the tribulation. 
Thus, many Bible teachers, thinking the church or the Holy Spirit is the hinder, believe that the church and the Holy Spirit or the church, the Holy Spirit in the church is here for the first half of the tribulation, and then the rapture takes place, and the Antichrist is then unhindered during the second half of the tribulation. But remember when we studied 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 6, Paul says, And now you know that which restraineth, and he uses the neuter gender, to the end that he, the Antichrist, may be revealed in his own season. For the mystery of lawlessness doth already work, only there is one masculine gender that restraineth now until he be taken out of the way. Now again, whoever the restrainer is restrains the Antichrist during the first half of the tribulation, is taken out of the way in the middle of the tribulation. But if Paul were thinking about the church, he would have used the feminine gender because the word ecclesia, or church, is in the feminine gender. If he were thinking about the Holy Spirit being the restrainer, he would have used the neuter gender. But he uses first the neuter, that which restraineth, and then there is one masculine that restraineth now. The restrainer is not the church. It is not the Holy Spirit. It is those three kings that we are told about in Daniel chapter 7 that restrain the Antichrist during the first half of the tribulation. They go to war with him in the middle of the tribulation. They put him to death, but he comes back to life, and when he comes back to life, we are told in Daniel 7 three times that he puts down three of those ten kings. So those three kings and kingdoms, civil governments, restrain the Antichrist during the first half of the tribulation. Not the church or the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is on earth all during the tribulation because thousands of people are being saved and the church will have been caught up before the tribulation begins. But in Revelation chapter 11, it is clear that somebody is caught up in the middle of the tribulation. Look at Revelation chapter 11, verse 11. And after three days and a half, the breath of life from God entered to them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fell, fell upon, fear fell upon them that beheld them. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they went up into heaven in the cloud, and their enemies beheld them. Now, who here is caught up in the middle of the tribulation? The two witnesses who witness during the first half of the tribulation. They are put to death in the middle of the tribulation. Their bodies lie in the seat in the city of Jerusalem for three and a half days. Then they come back to life, and they, and they only are caught up in the middle of the tribulation. So there is a mid-tribulation rapture, but it is only of those two witnesses. And there is a post-tribulation rapture. Turn to Matthew chapter 24. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus makes it very clear that at the end of the tribulation, there will be a rapture. 
Look at Matthew chapter 24, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all of the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now this is very clearly at the end of the tribulation. And he shall send forth his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. Now when the Lord Jesus comes back to this earth, at the end of the tribulation there will be believers on the earth that will be caught up to meet him. There is a rapture at the end of the tribulation. But who is caught up? Those who have accepted the Lord Jesus during the seven-year tribulation. They'll be gathered from the four winds from earth. But notice, the Lord also gathers his saints from one end of heaven to the other. Now, when the Lord Jesus comes back to the earth at the tribulation, there will be believers on earth who have accepted him during the tribulation. They will be caught up to meet him. But there will also be saints in heaven. How will they have got up into heaven? By the rapture of the church, which obviously will have taken place before the tribulation begins. Now, let's connect this with Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. Revelation 19, verse 11. I saw the heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat thereon called faithful and true. This is the Lord Jesus coming back to the earth at the end of the tribulation. And we read in Revelation 19, 13, he is arrayed in a garment sprinkled with blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and pure. Now these who are clothed in the fine linen are those who were at the marriage supper of the Lamb, the church. And we come back to the earth with Christ. So when Christ at the end of the tribulation comes back to the earth, there are saints on the earth that will be caught up to meet him who've accepted him during the tribulation, but we who were raptured before the tribulation began, will come back with him to set up his kingdom. Now we're going to talk more about this, and we now have four different cassettes on this subject. Everything we say this week is on cassette number 4010, 4010. You may have it for a $5 love gift. We began with cassette number 39.95, then 4,000, 4,005, and if you want all four of these cassettes, it'll be a love gift of $40. Cassette number 39.95, 4,000, 4,005, and now 4,010. All of the teaching about the rapture before the tribulation begins. Now remember to get your journal on the book of Revelation. It's available at no cost. It has all of this charted out and will help you immensely. And then, friend, remember Guatemala. The need for Bibles there is tremendous.
I beg you to really trust God to let you give a large amount of money for Bibles in this country. God help us do it. just heard Dr. F. Kenton Beeshore, president of the World Bible Society, as he has brought you today's edition of the Word of Prophecy. The World Bible Society is a faith missionary organization that for over three decades has given millions of Bibles through over a hundred distributors in 50 different countries. You're invited to participate financially and prayerfully in the worldwide ministry of the World Bible Society. Address your letters and send your gifts to Dr. Bishore, spelled B-E-S-H-O-R-E. Dr. Bishore, Box 1, Los Angeles, California, 90053. You're listening to KSKY 660 on your radio in Dallas.